We're back at it again. It's another Wednesday. Another Get In The Word Wednesday. Yo, this the, we've been having some good Get In The Word Wednesdays. I, I gotta say, well, I love it when we get in the word. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't love it by now, I don't know what else we're gonna make it up. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> I love guys. <laughs> It's like, no, but anyway, it's another Seat at the Table podcast. I'm here with Brooke Majors, Michelle Nemo, Dwayne Sampson, and we're going to be talking about just being a Christian um, in this world and how to maintain that godliness aspect into the whole es- essence of Christianity. Yes. <laughs> and um, so Brooke Majors is going to lead us this Wednesday, and take it away, Brooke. Okay, hey guys. Okay, so I kind of just wanted to ask y'all, like, now being in our walks, you know, we've been in it a couple years now, what would you say is, like, how you've been able to manage being a Christian? Like, just just off the top of your head. Hard. (laughs) Is that a good... Is that a... No, what... No, like, what... What ways have helped you? She said... What are some of the things that uh, have helped you, you know, Oh, through? I didn't hear that. <laughs> How you said that helped you? I was like, hard. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all I was like, just like, okay, maybe that's, that's just... I'm putting this in the thing. Okay. No, Rick, at first, Rick was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear Michelle. I didn't hear Michelle. I didn't hear Michelle. What she had somebody else. No, <laughs> Go ahead, Michelle. Answer me now. Then no, no. Right, restate the question. It? Restate the oh, question. Okay, I say so. So, being since being a Christian, we've all had a couple years oh, right. with the Lord. So, just off the top of your head, like, what have been some helpful ways to helpful help you? ways? Yeah, just like what's been able like to help you maintain your Christian walk in the world? Because you know we graduated, come back. So, like, oh, in the world. Yeah, oh. in the world because we here. You know, so being a Christian. You changed it up when you added in the world. Oh, well, I mean, sorry. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> no, because I'm thinking in my mind when you say in the world, like outside of that college arena. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hard. It's <laughs> 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 hard. It's hard. Okay. No, no, no. I would say um, surrounding myself with people mm-hmm. that are very accountable to me mm-hmm. and that know me more than just like the superficial friends that I have, mm-hmm. but people that really know like Michelle. I think that helps me so much. And then them also being a Christian too. Okay. Um, a, the Holy Ghost. Mm. I don't know how people make it without the Holy Ghost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and B, I like Michelle said, that, that strong group of people surrounding you. Yeah, you you gotta have that. Like, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. It just can't be just you and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I mean, granted, yeah, but y- you need us. Like, people who know what I mean know what I mean when I say that. Yeah, amen. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I pretty much agree. I would say the Holy Spirit. I would say a firm group of people who are Christians, and also you know discipline. You know, so those three put together. Okay. All right. So that's cool because I know a lot of times, you know, we see Christians and we're just like, man, this is so hard to balance, you know, in God and, you know, but struggling with the things of the world and, you know, just kind of finding like, what is that balance? And so I was reading Second Peter and 
I guess it was put in a different perspective for me because um, he literally says like what things that we are uh, like he discusses the things that pertain to life and godliness. Mm -hmm. So I just want to start at verse um, two. So he says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of of, I have the KJV. Sorry, Mm y'all. And so and of Jesus, our Lord says is according as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the lust through I'm sorry, in the world through lust. And he says, And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness. Into godliness, brotherly kindness, into brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Mm -hmm. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. Mm-hmm. And he says, for so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so when I, when I was reading this, I actually started to break down the words. You know, I had the KJV version. Mm-hmm. And so when I looked at verse three and it says that we're called into glory and virtue, um, glory is basically meaning magnificent or great beauty. And then virtue goes over. I think you were talking about it one time, Lawrence. You asked us, like, what does virtue mean? Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, I just wrote down, like, the highest order, morally good behavior, dignity, integrity, and honor. Mm -hmm. And so I think we sometimes get it twisted on what it really means to be a Christian. Like, we know we're we're in the world, but we're not of the world. But I think sometimes we, we don't really know ourselves. Or like the really purpose of how we're supposed to really be in God to really be able to understand the boundaries and the functions, you know, in uh, with the lust of the world. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it makes it hard and we're like, well, we don't know what we can do, what we can't do, or it's so hard being a Christian. And I really like this chapter because I felt like Peter broke down yeah. the more internal like game lessons of like not like a like, you know, like not tangible, but just like the values, Yeah, you know, because. God's glory is something great. So if he's calling us into that as well, it's like we're supposed to mimic that. And so um, I like in verse four, he says he gives us promises. So we know the promises to obviously be with him forever, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, just taking just having part in that. And by those promises, like it gives us a way out of the lust of the world, mm-hmm. you know. And so then my favorite part that I actually just wanted to touch on were these key, um, I don't say adjectives, but uh, these key factors that help us when it comes to the things that pertain to life and godliness. And so he talks about, okay, so diligence, you know, that's obviously something that you're like persistent and something that you work in, right? Mm-hmm. And so he says, he gives us all dil- diligence, but then he's also adding more value of what we're really supposed to be getting from this walk and balancing in the world. And so he talks about um, faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, Patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, and charity. And so you need those because that is now the developing process as a Christian. And if you're going to say, like, you know, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, and I want to love like him, and I want to, you know, let my light shine and be like him, 
you need these things to be able to function as a Christian. And I feel like if, you know, we, we can look at it and preach who preached the hottest, who got the hottest fire, you know, mm-hmm. they got all these members. Yeah. Okay. That's all good and all. But if you can't possess these qualities as a Christian in the world to maintain your godliness, this is what I really liked. Like, this is what I was like, dang, that's a new perspective. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily about the other things. Like, it's like good to have a root foundation of friends and things like this. But without my friends, do I possess these? Yeah. You know, without the stability, it's like even if I have the Holy Ghost, am I even possessing these things to be able to function as a Christian in this world with all yeah. these lusts and all these things being thrown at me? Because yeah. now you're at a standard of he, God is calling us a great beauty pretty much. And now we have to prevent, per, um, possess the dignity and honor and morally good character as he would. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just love in my like when I just drew it, like in my notes, it's just like I broke down some of the definitions and I really like that the first one i don't know what y'all's version says but for my first my first one was um in verse uh was it five he says faith and so god has showed me there's a difference between faith and patience and so faith you know it's obviously trusting or you know confiding in somebody or you know or something that's not um you don't have proof like you know i believe in something and you know they say we don't have proof of jesus you know Mm -hmm. but then i like that faith because that's our foundation like in order to start this walk. So if you are somebody who says that you believe or you came to God, you know, then we know that your faith is in something and it should be in him. Yeah. That's the foundation. So that's already going to be tested. Mm-hmm. Now being in the world, you're saying that you believe in him. So now based off, off of that first factor, now you got virtue. So now knowing who Jesus is, you know, do we now be- begin to possess the characters of like morally good behavior, mm-hmm. you know, integrity, honor, you know, love, dignity. Those are the things God looks for. And it's just like in my mind, I, I, I drew it, but it's just like a chart that kind of goes up. The more you grow in this walk, the more that you're in the world, it's like you're in the world, but you have to look more like Jesus. But then you're also going to get blessed with these qualities. Yeah. If you're really, if you're really wanting to do this life, you yeah. know, and keep godliness. And so then after that, you have knowledge. Okay. So you should be rooted in the knowledge that you have of your faith. Right. Right. And so then with knowledge, now you got a little bit more temperance (laughs) because now, you know, the -hmm. truth of the gospel. Right. You know, so basically it all begins to now tie in. It's like they all tie in together. Mm -hmm. And then from temperance, it goes to patience. And so what the Lord was showing me was that with faith, you know, it's confidence or trust in a person or thing, which is him. Okay. And now patience, it says to um, it's like tolerance or to accept delay or suffering without getting angry. And I feel like now patience is another factor that's added. And I like how it was kind of added like halfway through because now we're really starting to go through these trials and these tribulations in our walk. And so patience comes in to really test it. Mm-hmm. You have your faith, you know what you believe in, but now can this test, can this patience be tried? Mm-hmm. Can it be now perfected? And I think, um, I just, I don't know, I kind of thought that was cool because I'm thinking, you know, patience would have been at the beginning, you know, because it's like, okay, yeah, but it's like, no, now everything that you say you believe, everything that you want to walk out like him, now all that is going to be tested in trying our hearts, you know, in the areas that we need work on and, you know, waiting on God, even if it's a delay, you know, all this stuff is really going to start to be tested as a Christian in the world because in the world, we want everything so quick in the world, we're like, we're, we're coveting, you know, we're looking at everybody else. We're looking at, you know, with the, the, the ratchetness that's going on, you know, we're looking and comparing ourselves in so many different ways. And then he talks about godliness, brotherly kindness and charity. And so it's like all these things work together to perfect who we are as Christians. 
And it's like, you can't, not saying you can't, but like you can't be a Christian if these areas are not being developed, if they're not being worked on. And you find, you know, being frustrated all the time, like that has not patience. You know, there's emotions, but just being in this world, I felt like this was like a perfect formula of our developing process of Christians, you know, as a mature Christian. And also when I was doing it, I was thinking about the scripture um, in Ecclesiastes when it's like to every season. If you look at all these things, it's like, you know, Ecclesiastes talks about like there's a season to be quiet. There's a season to speak. There's something to die, something to live, you know. And I like if you look at these things, like there's a season where in your faith, you're just learning. You're just trusting God. You're just like, okay, God, I need you to help me. It's like you're in a particular season that's developing you. And I feel like all these different factors help you. It's not going to come all at once. That's why there's trials. That's why there's tribulations. That's why, you know, there is a season where you're just like, I ain't getting it. I don't know no nothing. And then next season you come out like, hot. No, that's what that was. You know, okay. You know, and I feel like you get developed. And so I had like broke next to my thing. I was like, started from the bottom. Now we're here. Because, you know, you got to, you have to grow. We cannot no longer now be on the same level anymore. You know, and so I really like how brotherly kindness was one. And then it goes into charity. You figure those would be the same one. But I feel like all of this is now perfecting perfecting from faith, now going to charity, which is love. Mm-hmm. And I feel like within those cycles, in the midst of everything, you should be able to possess these qualities. Mm-hmm. Some still getting work on, you know, right. everything's not going to be perfect. But those are something as a real Christian value. Because in this chapter, Peter's basically trying to remind them to stir them up, to keep them encouraged. Like, this is what you have. So when I'm gone, carry on. Mm-hmm. It's the same God that called from my beloved son. It's the same God that delivered you in the Holy Mount. Like, it's the same God. So he's, like, trying to give them um, encouragement to let them know, like, you know, just make sure you hold on. Make sure you keep going. Make sure even after I die, you keep going and you possess these things. And I feel like when we're in the world, you know, we see Christian on time, we always complaining. We always feeling like, oh, woe is me. Or, you know... And some people want to give up the Christian walk because of the persecution or compromise. And I feel like it's very important for us to go back and look at these things that Peter talked about because mm-hmm. they're very small, but yeah. so significant yeah. in a way. So, um, and then uh, I just thought it was kind of scary too when he was like uh, in verse eight, he's like, well, no, this is a good thing. He's like, if they be in you and abound, you won't be barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of Jesus. And I'm like, so if you can possess these things, like, you're good. As a Christian, if you can, you know, allow the Holy Ghost to teach you and do everything, you're good. Yeah. Like, let this thing, and I think John talks about, like, the fruit, you know, and how he, like, cut you off and more fruit will grow. But it's just like, if you don't possess these qualities as a Christian or want to even grow in these areas, that's when he says in verse 9, but if you lack these things, are um, you're blind and you can't see afar off and then you've forgotten um, that he was purged from his, oh, I think I was talking like that. I'm going to read the scripture, verse 9. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. So it's like if none of these things are really be putting in effect, then you're forgetting what it was when you first came to God. When you really first understood the truth that he died for your sins, you know, and now he wants you to have that connection with him. But then now if you just go through all these things, say you're a Christian and you don't want nothing, you don't got no patience, you don't got no faith, you don't got no time, no temperance, no control then it's like, this is just null and void because now we don't want to go through the process. We don't want to go through the process of getting tried and perfected. I think there's a scripture that talks about that in James mm-hmm. or one of them, but basically being tried and coming out. And this just this one just really stuck out to me because I was just like, dang, like I really kind of reevaluated what I thought 
being a Christian required? Because mm-hmm. we hear, okay, it's a connection with Jesus. You know, God just wants a one-on-one with you. But then there's a working process that has to happen in me. Mm-hmm. Not the de- not the delivered, not, you know, getting rid of sin. It's, no, he now needs to perfect in you, like, these things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, it stuck out to me because I was like, dang, we don't really talk about these things. We just talk about, you know, he's faithful and just forgive and cleanse your own righteousness. Yeah, and so you pray, 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 and you get delivered and you're healed. And, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm like, what does it really take now to be a Christian, to be able to function in a society where... You know, sin is just like, wow, it's available. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really important to possess these qualities. So was there any qualities that stuck out to y'all um, out of those scriptures or anything that y'all wanted to share? Um, I think that each single one of these qualities build upon another. Mm-hmm. And I think you can't move on to the next thing without the other one because I think he starts off he says with diligence yeah with your faith add virtue mm-hmm. and knowledge and self-control you know I mean we read the list and I think once we we got to realize that it starts with faith and faith says at first to um to have faith it says first believe that he is mm-hmm. and then that too that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him mm-hmm. so if I'm constantly seeking after Christ I'm not focusing on sin. I'm not Mm -hmm. focusing on what's going on in the worldly aspects because I'm constantly going after Christ. Like, you can't run after two things at one time with, like, full energy and a full sprint. (laughs) Like, if if I tell you to... I need you to catch that cat and catch that dog. You're either going to take... You're going to try to go after one and Mm -hmm. grab that thing or... Because you cannot be able to do both. And so I think um, with that... With each one of these qualities, I think once you've gotten your, like you've gotten the faith, you've gotten a hold of your faith, and mm-hmm. you're diligently seeking after God, then when you start getting all of these, um, when your morals and things start to get in place, then you can start moving in that brotherly affection mm-hmm. and moving in that love. I think that's the place where we're trying to go is getting to that place where we're moving in the fullness of love. Mm-hmm. And I think... Yeah, that's that's simply what it is. It's just like building the learning the learning to have these different values of having that moral excellence of thought with virtue and having that knowledge and control. Mm-hmm. And uh my version for patience it says steadfastness. Mm-hmm. Being able to not only be able to okay, I got the knowledge. Mm-hmm. I learned how to, you know, have control over myself, but then being able to in a steady, consistent kind of way, being able to getting a maturity of my mind about it. Mm-hmm. And I think once we've gotten control of ourselves and we're building up on our faith, then it's going to be easy for us to share that brotherly affection yeah. and be able to always be able to give. And even if it, I'm not in a season where I can give, mm-hmm. someone can give to me. Yeah. Because it's, it's really hard to like, you know, give if you ain't got, if you're not in yourself, like, if you don't believe it. You can't preach to me if you yourself don't believe it. Yeah. Like, how are you going to teach me anything if you don't got the control over your own self? Yeah. And so, and I love how he says at the end, like, with these qualities, you're never going to fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never going to fall. And yeah. the gates are wide open for you. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you can just reach to the point of place where you got control enough over yourself and then got enough control over yourself to love somebody else. Wow. Yeah. And then, but not only that, but fully... Fully knowing that he is God mm-hmm. and that I'm diligently seeking after him, that I'm never gonna worry about the things of the world, and I'm never gonna wor- never have to worry about whether I'm not um like 
keeping up with the godly yeah. mm-hmm. whatever it is because I'm constantly examining myself seeking that 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 more uprightness and then once I learn my once I basically going back to the commandments yeah. once I love God I learn how to love myself mm-hmm. and once I learn myself I learn how to love others and once you got all three you ain't never gonna fall mm-hmm. yeah I definitely agreed uh, it's not. I mean, it's pretty. It's not often that you can go on the Bible and find like a checklist. Yeah. <laughs> so we no, right. Yeah. It's usually like scattered, but it, there he's literally like, okay, yeah. just to you know, get you a, a concrete understanding. Do these things. Mm-hmm. He's, he's and uh, he says practice these qualities and you will never fall. Yeah. And I like how he said. I mean, like like Lawrence said, um, supplement. I mean, mm-hmm. he, in, in the ESV it says supplement your faith with these things. So yeah, yeah. In, in life, supplement means you know. You, you take supplements to replace mm-hmm. something that you're not getting. So I'll take yeah. like vitamin D because I'm not getting vitamin D, you know, and from going outside, whatever the case may be, you need these things mm-hmm. and they each add on to the other for this yeah. whole, for this whole thing to work. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that each piece is crucial. I mean, there's no specific one that mm-hmm. I can say points out. Cause I'm just looking at the whole thing. Like, man, yeah. every time I read this, I'm like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like, every time I look at it, I'm just like, okay, for anyone who thinks, who's like, oh, am I even going to heaven? Yeah. Let's talk, let's talk about some characteristics, you let's know? Let's start from your faith. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody yeah. who got issues with self-control, let's start there. Do you have the knowledge to keep you in the self-control? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, so. Exactly. It's just a matter of understanding each piece. That way you're able to grasp it and grow in that area. So, yeah. I think that um, each of these words are like gems that are so hard mm-hmm. to... Um, they're so hard to accept and to have to train your flesh to do because mm-hmm. it's something that like you're literally killing your flesh yeah. to have to comprehend. You're killing your flesh to actually be like, I need to love my brother or sister regardless of anything that has happened between us. Mm-hmm. Like you have to literally fight your flesh because this is contrary to the flesh. Yeah. And I think that I like how he said um, supplement every effort to supplement your faith with blah blah blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. and it, it was like okay you got the faith now and then it reminds me of the verse in hebrews where he was saying like um put away the elementary <laughs> thing mm-hmm. yeah put away the elementary things and be able to move from milk to now yeah. meat mm-hmm. because if we really think about it like you know babies they have to drink milk because it's really easy to just yeah. sip but to be able to see a baby to have to mature and to be able to take the texture of meat and have to chew it up and to be able to you know dissect it and see exactly what they have to do when they're chewing mm-hmm. it it's hard yeah you know so when you see like a two three year old drinking milk still you're like yo you need to start drinking f- i mean eating food yeah and so basically it's really showing me that like you know it's really hard for these things to to be able to you know kill your flesh every single time mm-hmm. it, it gives the opportunity to arise in the contrary contrary way of these terms and um i like how it said that in verse eight it said in the esvsa if for if these qualities are yours and are increasing <laughs> yeah so it, it was saying like you got it but it's not just that you you got it yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it's not just like you got it like yeah. it increases so much more in that self-control yeah. there's like levels of self-control there's levels of <laughs> there's brotherly levels. Yeah. yes you know what i mean and then it was like 
when when it's yours and it's increasing, you can't be unfruitful. Yeah. You can't be ineffective in the knowledge of who and who Jesus is. Yeah. Because like in Jeremiah, doesn't it say like when you seek me, you will find me yeah. with, if you search me with all oh, your heart. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, I, I've searched for self-control and I saw you, but it's like there's a deeper meaning mm-hmm. of what self-control is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, like how you said, like it, it, it it connects yeah. to yeah. each one. Mm-hmm. And I think even when it co- you're at the end, you got to go back. <laughs> you're at the back yeah, to the life, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, that's what I got. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I need you to get it together, okay? <laughs> I love him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, and it's just like the meat of it all. It's like, it's like sometimes we think about milk and meat. We think about like knowing the word and getting deep revelations. But yeah. the meat of it all is like being able to get to that place of maturity of walking in the fullness of love like Jesus mm-hmm. did. And I think that's why Peter made that the last one. Like, when you finally get to a place where you can, and I think the Amplified Bible did a great definition, says that is learning to unselfishly seek the best for others mm-hmm. and do things for their benefit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, once you've gotten to that place of maturity where you're walking like Christ, where you can walk out here and have compassion for people and just love on people and just really just point blank just love on people and seek other people's benefits you have reached it like you have got you've gotten the fullness of the thing and i think for chris believers i mean we're honestly we're not going to reach that point till we see him as he is but i'm sure darn heck gonna try to love the best i can to just keep pushing and to keep loving and that and then when I find myself in a place where I'm not able to love, I'm going to go back and I'm going to check myself. I'm mm-hmm. going to remind myself of the knowledge. Yeah. I'm going to check my, my, my godly morals. I'm going to check my faith and remind yeah. myself of who yeah, he is. And then go mm-hmm. right back in and loving just a little bit more, pushing just yeah. a little bit more, hugging on people just a little bit more, pushing past myself just a little bit more. Yeah. And I think, too, it's like it's, it's one thing to know um, if we are abounding in these areas. But then if you still go back to verse 9, he's like, he that lacketh these things is blind. And so Mm -hmm. that's where it's like, if you're really not doing a self-check, then you're going to be blind to what you need to work on. Yeah. You know, you're going to be blind and missing it. You're going to be wondering why, because you still have not got over you being nice to people, showing love to people, having patience with people. And you're going to wonder why sometimes you miss what God is really trying to show you. You're literally, it's right there. He could be sending people, but because you're still hardened, because of whatever, you're not going to, you're going to kind of be barren. You're going to be unfruitful because you're not trying to even change these areas, these habits. And I thought that that was like one of the scary things. Cause I'm like, now you just kind of look back to old person. Like yeah. as if you've never gotten saved, like you didn't yeah. know what yeah. your faith was from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it, it was, seems like yeah. it's in vain. Like, yeah. so now the knowledge of him that you did learn, it's like, Okay, you know, just kind of repetitious or religious yeah, Christian, yeah, but not possessing the fruit. You know what I'm saying? And he says that he you know the fruit. You know, I mean, I'm the vine, and we grow. And he says, yeah. I'm gonna chop it off, and because you show him more, I'm gonna try you a little bit more. But then you are gonna grow more fruit in that yeah. area. And I'm just like, but if you never want to be the individual to be tried or to grow, yeah. you will literally miss the move of God because you aren't even lined up. You're not seeing it. Like, who was that that said, like, I see men as trees? Like, I want to be seeing like that. I don't want to so be yeah. seeing afar off because I still have not even tried to master uh, my faith or virtue. Or like he was before, blind. Blind, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm trying to be moving in faith. And I and literally, like we all said, it, it literally all goes together. You're literally building off of each other. And I wrote, like, major key. 
Because <laughs> in this, you're still, it comes, it says, I said, like, all these things work together and build off one another. Like, within love comes these things as well. So just loving, it possesses all those traits. Yeah. Because now it's genuine, it's sincere, it's real. It's not an imitation, it's not fake. And it's something that you've really gotten worked on in your relationship through the world. And maintain these things, you can't be, because if you can have virtue and knowledge, you know, and then the, you, you begin to be more, you know, like we see things in the world, like we kind of have more like patience with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like if somebody's doing something, we're not just like, oh, this he, then, oh, mm-hmm. it's like, no, I understand. I get the self-control. I understand with the faith, take the knowledge. And you can't be swayed. <laughs> you just got to bounce back off of it. Like, wait a second, because I know who he is. I know what he stands for. Yeah. Okay, let me build my virtue on what he says, because it lines up with his character. Okay, now the knowledge, and I understand that. So when somebody tries to come at me with false doctrine in the world yeah. i'm not easily swayed because i go back to my checklist yeah, yeah. and you're not gonna be as easily offended when somebody doesn't show that love that te- mm-hmm. and it's just like okay and then you understand okay that they're, they're lacking something in mm-hmm. one of the in one of the areas and like well maybe if my brother and sister and, and then confront them about it be like um well i don't know I'd be like you have self-control in this area but i'm just like <laughs> i'm just like just being like coming up in and being like there's something lacking in this area and yeah. i love you enough to let you know for your benefit and for your salvation if you don't check this it's, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to move in the full maturity of the thing of the full manifestation of love and for you to even be able to move in it it says patience and then godliness well for me patience godliness brotherly kindness so before you can even try to show brotherly kindness you have your own self have to possess the form of godliness that god is asking us to yeah can't just be out here saying okay (laughs) you do something and then it's all of it's imitation what is it uh having a form of godliness but denying the power power there you can't be out here doing that so I just thought this was like a simple, I just thought this was a simple one because I was just like, for me, I was like, dang, like being saved for what, three years now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, three years, three and a half, I think. It's like, dang, now I know what to go back on and see in the world areas that I've worked on or mastered or, you know, stick, or I've abounded more in, you know, now I know what to go back on. And I, I don't know, this just like really blessed me. Because I was like, dang, Peter was like, come on, like, get it. Come on, now that you got it, like, do this more. Mm-hmm. And once you get this, this going to come with it. It's like you keep growing. It's a growing process. It's nowhere ever did he say, well, if you don't get this, then you slap. You know, it's just That's like, so you, you just keep growing. And then the only time you have to check yourself is if you stop. Yeah, literally. If you stop. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Other than that, keep going, you know. Let's go. Another great giving the world Wednesday full of love. Just keep pushing, y'all. Keep moving in that faith with a little bit of virtue, with a little bit of knowledge, with a little bit of self-control, a little bit of patience, a little bit of godliness, a little bit of brotherly affection, a little bit of love. And Michelle is showing so much love right now. She's gonna be in her right now. And I appreciate her for showing so much love. That difference in that face. I'm seeing your virtue, boo. I'm working. 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 I'm our society and our thoughts and our relationships. All right, see you then. Bye. Bye.